What's up, guys? Welcome to Level Up the Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Bowen. We look forward to talking to you guys today. What's up, guys? This is Chris Bowen here with Level Up the Podcast. I'm here with Danilo today. Danilo is a world-renowned mosaic installer of glass tiles. So we're really excited to have him here. Uh, Danilo, what's the name of your company? It's Art and Mosaics? Art and Mosaics, yeah. I love it. So, and Danilo here travels a lot for work um, all over the world. Uh, He's based up in the eastern United States, so New York, New Jersey area, um, where he's currently trying to build more business there, but currently he's still traveling all over the world. So Danilo, kind of tell us about yourself. Tell us about your business. Uh, Well, I was born and raised in Italy. Then I started traveling at the age of 23. I studied as a a telecommunication expert, but never wanted to do it. Uh, I was going to say, you're quite a bit different from that now. Yeah. Uh, I always been into arts, but, you know, my family pushed me to do something else because they they didn't believe in, you know, that it could have been possible in creating art and doing major things and surviving with the money that you were making through art. But I did. I believed in myself. I pushed it for many years. And then I started, like, you know, keep creating my mosaic art pieces and then installing them in bathrooms and spas and then pools and all over the world. And. I was here in the United States in 2006 for a major project. Um, and then I spent pretty much a year in my workshop in Italy doing the preparation for this project. And then I shipped everything over here, did the installation over <clears throat> nine, eight months, uh, during which time I, I just you know spent a lot of time here and getting to know people. And then I met the love of my life. and. Then I started struggling with the idea of keep uh, traveling and then going back to Europe all the time and then coming back here for two days just to see her. Didn't didn't work that way that well. <coughs> Sorry. See, I thought it was hard because when I met my wife, she lived in Colorado and the yeah. travel between Texas and Colorado. I can't <laughs> yeah, imagine having lived, to traverse an ocean. Yeah, mine lived in New York. So I remember I was doing a project in uh, Geneva in Switzerland and stopping Friday, taking a flight, coming back here, uh, getting here Saturday, see her, and then going back on Sunday to go back to work. And I did that for like, you know, a few months. And then, then I was in Japan and doing the same was even more difficult. Uh, so it's just like, so then after a little bit, you know, um, she came over for a little while. Uh, and then we figure out that one of the two had to jump. And I've never been afraid of, you know, risking. So I was like, I'll do it. So then I did. I jumped over, closed my company over there. I gave a lot of my projects to my, at that time, employees. They still work. They still do what they keep doing. And they come over for my projects here to help me out every time I need them. Um, so I still have an amazing relationship with them. But they do their own projects over there on smaller scale. But they're very mm-hmm. successful and very good. And happy for them um actually two of them they're coming over next month to help me out here in three projects that i have back to back to back that, that i want to get done in That's a couple awesome. of months so i have two of them coming over plus i have my employee on a regular basis here um so i opened my company it, it took a little bit obviously you know to set up all yeah. the documents and everything else and to move you know 
everything from Italy to here and closing up my company over there, opening the new company here. So it took like almost a year, year and a half in which pretty much I didn't work besides side jobs like, you know, cab driver or like, you know, washing dishes or like stuff like that to make just like stuff little bit money. Stuff that you're way too overqualified to be doing. <laughs> yeah, but you know, whatever. I, I can't sit with, you know, on my ass and doing nothing. So I was I don't like, okay. Him. So, you know, finally in 2008, I opened my company, Art and Mosaics, and you know, I kept traveling and my wife was traveling with me for a lot of projects in the Seychelles and, uh, you know, Las Vegas and Thailand and uh, Dubai. And... So is it safe to say you've done a, a, mosaic, a mosaic project on every continent yet? Oh, absolutely. About... Uh, more yeah. than 100 countries. That's crazy. So probably between 105 and 115, hard to tell because when I start thinking, it's like, you know, I'm yeah. always lose some country, but <laughs> definitely more than 100 countries. Uh, a lot of countries, you know, more than others, obviously, Europe, yeah. especially United States, especially. Uh, but, you know, some countries like just I just went over there and, you know, one time did one project and left. Uh, but yeah, it's, I, I love it. And then sometimes it, I, one of the things that I love the most is when I go back and get in touch with those clients or anyway, knowing that somewhere in that, in that a country, that's one of my projects that people still love and enjoy, you know, that's one of the reasons why I love doing pools because it's not just an art piece that you create and stays there and people look at it, which is great, but also a swimming pool it's one level up because people actually enjoy it. They live into yeah. it. They have parties, they invite their friends and they have fun. So it's, to me, it's a joy. I love it. I love the idea that I created something that people look at it and appreciate it, but also have fun with it. It's one of the biggest thing. No, that's, that's awesome, man. And <coughs> I heard a rumor and you can uh, tell me if this is true or not. But that you're one of the few people that are authorized to do work at the Vatican. Yes, correct. That's man, true. that's incredible, right there. I I worked uh, on three different occasions, and a total of probably seven or eight months uh, doing restorations uh, of the mosaics in the Vatican. Uh, some of which are you know public knowledge, like you can actually see them. Some of which are not. That like they're yeah. you know in places where Public. People aren't allowed to go. Yeah, yeah. Public, yeah. regular public people cannot go to. Um, so yeah, I worked, and I worked for a lot of you know crazy people. One of the craziest projects I've ever done was for his private residential for a Putin in really? uh, in Moscow. Yeah, that was the 2004. It was a crazy experience. Wow, that is crazy. Yeah, that's pretty cool, right there. Okay. Yeah. I like that. Uh, well, what did the design end up being for that project? Do you remember? Uh, it was a big, yeah, it was a big spa. Um, I pretty much created a huge medallion for him. It's like his family crest that, you know, he wanted to be created in the middle of the room. And then the whole spa with benches and ceiling bolts and all that jazz. It was, uh, I've heard that, uh, pretty much, uh, like 50, 50, 55 days over there. But it was uh, it was very it was a crazy experience. I had twenty four seven a guy five feet away from me with a Kalashnikov uh, sitting <laughs> like staying outside of my hotel room uh, during the night, making sure that I was not going anywhere. They took my passport. 
<laughs> so, you know. It's a little, a little intense. Yeah, a little intense. And then I had free time with uh, a guy that was like my custody and like allowing me to pretty much go wherever I wanted from Saturday at noon until 6 a.m. on Monday. But from 6 a.m. on Monday until Saturday at noon, I couldn't, I could not go anywhere. I could order any food I wanted at night, but I had to stay in my in my room at the hotel, and you know, having twenty four seven followed by you know the security with the with a Kalashnikov. So that was, is uh, that's a little yeah. intense for me, but what yeah. a cool experience to get to work on a project like that. So you were yeah. able to explore Moscow just a little bit. Um, well, no, a lot, a lot, actually, because yeah. again, during during the weekend with uh, Vadim, uh, this guy that was assigned to me, who actually now is, uh, well, he's hiding, uh, but he's because but he's a he became a billionaire um, because at that time I was uh, thirty, he was twenty one. Wow! Uh, but he had everything happening. Like we were stopping at 3 a.m. in the middle of nowhere in a place that was super scary and it was exchanging suitcases. That's and, wild, man. I always feel like, I don't want to know what's inside. Right? I don't even mention it. I want to know nothing about the business that you're doing. I, <laughs> still to this day, I don't know what was happening. I don't blame you. I wouldn't a lot. watch it. A lot. Yeah. And so then over, over the years, he became in charge of pretty much organizing and building all the infrastructure around the United, the, uh, Russia. Okay. Uh, so he became a billionaire and he's one of those, you know, uh, oligarchs that oh, yeah. is, is hiding right now because what's happening with yeah, the absolutely. war yeah. between Russia and Ukraine and all that stuff. So anyway. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's a cool story. story right there i, I, so, I have plenty i have crazy stories you know traveling so much I, I got to know so many crazy people interesting people famous people rich people of sure. anything uh, I, I, yeah, I have so many stories but you know this is just one of them yeah, we could do a podcast series just on some of the stories. And some of them I cannot mention, obviously. Some, <laughs> yeah, some, we'll some, do just Danilo's travel stories. <laughs> some I can. Yeah. Well, some are risky. Like if I mention it, I, I, you know, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, could be, I could be in trouble. Um, and, well, and I'm sure some, you've got NDAs and stuff like that as well. Yeah, uh, exactly. Exactly. Or with. some it are related to you know, criminals yeah. or like people that are hiding or like whatever. <laughs> um, and some others just, you know, obviously some personal things that I don't want to share. But besides that, there's definitely a lot of stories that I have. But, you know, <laughs> this is for another time. Absolutely. Well, that's cool, man. So tell us a little bit about the business side of things. Tell us yeah. kind of what your goals are. So you've, you've got a new son. And so that's yes, kind of the that's the, that well, that, that's, yeah, that's my new goal. My new goal is to create enough business revenue around my area here especially in new jersey uh so i don't have to travel that much i still love i love traveling that's one of the reasons why i created my business this way uh but again with a little son now it's just more difficult and i miss him so much every time i'm gone i just came back from las vegas for a project over there and i was just missing him 
and now I have to go to Europe. I'm going to miss him again. So it's just like, it's, you know, it's difficult. I still want to travel like once or twice a year. That's fine. But not on a regular basis like I yeah, do. Yeah, not every other week. So that's, that's my main goal. Everything else, to be honest with you, I don't have any other goals. I, I pretty much accomplished everything. I have projects in more than 100 countries. I, I, I did one of the most amazing projects in the world related to mosaics. Um, and I still do. I do amazing pools. All my projects are super Absolutely. cool and I love them. And, the, and I try to make them as different as possible from one another. And a lot of the clients, they just allow me to do it, which is awesome. That's, that's one question I did have for you is, yeah. do you design a lot of your own projects? Yes. Or they come not, not, you not everything, just... not everything. Uh, but my, my average project, I sit down with the designer and the client or just the client or, you know, the architect, depending on who's involved. Yeah. The pool builder as well, because I always want to involve the pool builder for technical reasons, obviously. And then we come up, you know, based on the shape of the pool, based on what the client wants. I, I usually do an interview at the beginning to the client, uh, understanding what they like. I need to see the style of the house, because if, if you know, if the, the house is super modern, you don't want to create, you know, a gothic style. Yeah, pool. exactly. Yeah. Or the opposite, you know, so you want to match the feeling of what's surrounding. Um, and then based on that, you know, I, I create a little first little sketch that I present to the client and to the architects. And then we start elaborating based on that. Um, they keep giving me their inputs, obviously. And then we, you know, once we finalize the design, usually then we start talking about color range <clears throat> because the same design can be done in so many different colors, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, it, 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 when I talk about design, it could be even something simple, just a gradation of color from like one color to another one with some lines, maybe some gold and some platinum and some other things, but also could be of something very intricate. It could be, you know, having Greek keys or medallions, or obviously, as you know, a family arti crest. artistic stuff, uh, you know, recreating. I did a pool where I recreated um, a picture that, that the owner took in Africa Actually, sorry, in Australia. And then I created the bottom of the pool with this picture. There was an ostrich and a, and a tree and the sunset. Um, so that was the bottom of the pool. Uh, you know, I do some portrait sometimes. I actually, you know, I keep going with my icon series where I created Jimi Hendrix, Marilyn Monroe, John Lennon, um, cool. Prince. And, you know, um, some of them I sold, some of them... I still have it, uh, but it got a lot of traction. You, you know, in the last couple of years, I started creating all okay. this stuff. They were like, you know, very famous all over the internet. Um, obviously, you can, you know, see some of the stuff that I do on Instagram you know, at Art and Mosaic. Yeah, I follow you there. So, you know, you can take a look at all the variation, all the different kind of projects that I do. Some of them I cannot post because I have NDAs that Obviously, I have to sign yeah. with the clients. But, you know, whenever I can do it, I'll, I'll post it. I'll keep people updated and what I create. So that's pretty much you. how it works most of the time. Sometimes, you know, the clients, they already have a pattern. They already have a design. They just tell me, can you do this? 
And then obviously I have to adapt it to the surface yeah, covering, you know, to the swimming pool or to the mural or to whatever. So I still have to put my place my input into the whole picture or, or the whole design. But sometimes they, they already have their vision and they just want me to recreate it. And then are, are you doing all the glass yourself? So are you producing the glass for these mosaics as well? Not all the time, not all the okay. time, uh, but most of the time, yes. I, okay. I, I, I have two kilns in Italy where I actually create the glass, um, but also I buy from other sources. But I try mo the most that I can. Sometimes I even do installation for brands that they already have their designs yeah. created, you know, Sicis, Bizazza. Uh, Oceanside Trend, you know, uh, you know, uh, Lightstream, yeah, uh, all the high well. end glass manufacturers, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But let's, I would say 80%, uh, it's my own glass, my own stuff. There's a huge swimming pool that I just finished at the end of the year, uh, that. that you know, collaboration with uh, Jeff Hampy in the Hamptons, where. You know, while the demolition was going on, that pool was a renovation. It's actually a very famous pool because it was uh, depicted many times in the show. Oh, yeah, I saw that. show uh, Billions. So mm -hmm. we recreated that. We redid that pool. And uh, while, you know, the demolition was going on with, with Jeff that was on site, I was in Italy in my workshop creating all the mosaics, the artistic mosaic for the bottom of the pool. That's so then cool. I shipped everything over and then I did the installation over here. That's really cool. So when, when you do that, do you find that you have on a business side of things, you have a higher profit margin when you're creating the, the tile yourself, I would imagine? Yeah. Is it about work out yeah. the same? Yeah. Okay. I, I, to be honest with you, I have a very high profit margin anyway. Well, absolutely. Uh, because there's a lot of labor involved. You yes. Know? Uh, I, I don't have crazy amount of expenses. Obviously, you know, traveling is one of them. Epoxy materials or waterproofing and, you know, all that stuff. But they're like probably in the range of 15, 20%. Of, well, there's only so many people in the world that can do this type of work. And I think people yeah. need to realize that, that, especially when you're talking about swimming pools, I only really know of maybe four installers in the United States that are installing glass tile at a really high level. Yeah. Um, and even then maybe only you and one other that are really traveling outside of the country a lot um, to do this. And you're yeah. the only one that I'm aware of up on the upper East coast that's doing it. So, I, I mean, I, I think that's pretty normal that when you're in that select few of people that you have a higher profit margin, just because, not just anybody can do this. Not just yeah. anybody can design it. Not just anybody can um, create the glass. Not just anybody can install it. It's yeah, of course. You know, very rare. Yeah. So I think that's you know, that's the way that it should be. So before we hop off, do you have any other cool stories for us? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's it off the top of your head. <laughs> I'm trying to scroll. Uh, something that I can say in two minutes. Uh, okay. I can't, I, I can, I can't name the person. Okay? okay. But based on what I say, people will probably they figure it out. 
it's one of the worst experience I had because uh, uh, this person, depending on the way that she was waking up, she was changing completely the color range of the mosaics that I was creating in our apartment in Manhattan. Oh, jeez. She just, at that time, she just divorced. She's a Latina. She's very famous. Uh, singer and actress. So she happened to divorce a, another Latino male singer yes. at that time, Correct. I would imagine. Correct. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, so we dragged that thing for like two months. And every time she would change, like, I don't want the, I don't want the, the sky. Uh, I, I, I was doing like a huge mural. I don't want the sky that blue. I want a light blue. Okay. You know, <laughs> so just restart, an easy restarting, restarting it again. Then after four days, she will show up with a different mood. Like, oh, no, that's just, what's that light blue? I wanted a blue sky, dark blue. I'm like, uh, but that's not what you said four days ago. Well, I changed my mind, so just do it. So Some people have stupid amounts of money that they can do that. I know, but it's not about the money. It's about, hey, I'm here working for you, and I'm creating Oh, I know. That, you know. So that project dragged for like two months while I was supposed to do like uh, three weeks. And then after six months, you know, at at the end I told her like, listen, don't even think about calling me back anymore. I don't want to have anything to do with you anymore. (laughs) Goodbye forever. So after six months, I get this call from a designer and it sounded a little fishy. And then I figured out that was a designer working for this person and trying to hire me. And I flat out. You're you like, know, no, uh-uh. I, I was like, I think I was pretty clear. I don't want, I want you to forget my phone number. I want you to forget my name. I want you to forget that I even exist. Goodbye. That is hilarious. That was, that was the whole thing. That was, it was just a terrible experience. Yeah. Oh, I can imagine. I, I can't even imagine, especially something to that kind of, that magnitude and that difficulty, somebody changing you know, every few days, what it's yeah. going to be like. based on the mood, little change. based on, on the mood of the day. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. But well, Danilo, man, I really appreciate you being on here with me today. Um, for those listening, how, if they're interested in what you offer, if they're interested in getting mosaic work done, what's the best way for them to get a hold of you or to find you on well, the internet? Instagram, art and mosaics. Otherwise you can go to my website, art and or looking for Danilo Bonazza online, you'll find plenty of stuff about oh, me, yeah. and you will be able to reach me uh, through, you know, finding my email or direct messages on Instagram or through my website and so on. So, awesome! Well, thank you so much for your time, man. And uh, it was a pleasure. Fantastic. Best of luck. Let's keep in touch. Let me know how things go, and let's do another one in the future talking about Absolutely. something else that you want to talk about. Absolutely. And when you're in Austin, hit me up and let's uh, let's get dinner one night. I'll drive out there. Absolutely. For you. Absolutely. More than happy to do that. All right, man. Bye. Take care.